Hi, and welcome to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. Being ambitious and successful while living a happy life is possible. Learn how you can better cope with stress in day-to-day -day situations by applying tools and techniques that work for you. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm extremely grateful that you decided to check out my podcast today. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. I am super excited and as always very grateful that you're spending your valuable time here with me today to learn more about how to manage your stress and remain a high achiever. My name is Julia Arndt and I'm the host of this podcast. If you are listening to this podcast for the very first time, I'm a stress management trainer and personal development coach and I'm really focusing my work on high achievers that want to remain that way, that want to be productive, that want to be focused and that don't want to end up with a burnout um, or any other mental or physical illnesses because we are stretching ourselves too thin. So today I'm going to share a power talk with you for all of my high achievers out there on how to finish the year successfully, how to end the year successfully. But before we're jumping into today's topic, I just want to make sure to say thank you so much to all of you that have signed up for the three-day mini-series on how to manage stress at work during holiday season. I have had over 350 people that signed up to the training from all over the world with all different kinds of backgrounds and all different kinds of professions. And we kicked off the mini series this week on Monday with um, a topic on how to get everything done during holiday season. And if you are interested, if you're listening to this right now and you're not yet part of the holiday community, Don't worry, I actually decided to keep it open. So if you are interested, first of all, to receive, of course, the content, so the recording and the material that I shared in the first 25-minute training, don't worry, you can still get access to that. Um, and obviously, you can also still sign up in order to participate in the second and third training. The second training will be a 25-minute training on November 11th at 8.30 a.m. PST on how to manage your energy during holiday season. And then the third topic that will happen on November 18th will be about your challenges. So you actually have the opportunity to share with me what is most difficult for you during holiday season and I will answer all of your questions. At least I will try. And so if you are interested, if you want to be part of the holiday community, head over to my website at www.bluemountainmindfulness.com forward slash specials and as soon as you sign up you will receive the content from training day number one and then you will receive obviously also all of the information in order to either sign up for the live training on Monday or if you don't have time to be there live you will receive the recording of the second and third training if you are on the community list. So yeah, so I hope to see you there. It would be an honor to help you manage your stress and get into your power. And um, I'm very, very grateful. Okay, so thank you so much for that. 
And now we're jumping into the topic and I want to give you a little power talk today for all of my high achievers for a successful end of the year. Because we only have around 55 days left until the end of the year, which means that it's not that much time, right? For some of us, we are having Thanksgiving break for the people that are in the US and for the other people, that means that maybe people won't be in the office in order to communicate and get stuff done. And we also have holiday break at the end of December. And that means Christmas for some of you, it means Hanukkah for some of you, or Chinese New Year in January, February. Whenever you're celebrating, it's kind of a short um, period of time to get everything done before the end of the year. And I totally get that. So I want to share a couple of strategies with you today in order to stay really focused and really productive and to end the year successfully as well by taking care of yourself. Because as you know, this is my biggest mission that people understand that we can have both. We can have a very successful life, but also have a very happy life. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what kind of strategies you can use. And I'm going to talk a little bit about work stuff and I'm also going to talk a little bit more about um, stress management tools, just so you know. So first of all, when we're talking about work, um, the most important thing that I want you to take away from today's podcast episode is that you should take the control back of your calendar. What happens so very often during the year, and especially during this time of the year as well, is that so many people are scheduling um, meetings on our calendar and um, we're getting bombarded with all these different requests and we're just saying yes to everything because let's be honest sometimes just saying yes to everything is a little bit easier than to say no and so I want you to remember that taking control over your own calendar is crucial in order to finish your year really strong and very successful and so what I want you to think about is the following kind of one or two steps. First of all, I want you to think about the top two to three projects that you think you need to get done by by the end of the year. And that means that sometimes you need to communicate with the stakeholders or your manager or the leadership team, whoever you're reporting into or who's working on this project to check, do they have the same timeline in mind? Do they really need you to finish certain things until the end of the year? Or can it maybe even go into 2020? And that is really, really important because we are putting always so much pressure on ourselves because we think, oh my God, I need to get all of these things done. And I only have two months left until the end of the year and almost like until the end of our work life. Sometimes I feel like this is what people think. Um, but this is obviously not true. So checking in with your stakeholders and being really honest about what their expectations are, what you need to get done is really powerful, right? So that is the first step. Create a list of those two to three projects and be really clear what needs to get done and does it really need to get done by 2019 all of the things or do you have time to move some things over into the new year as well and then with that it is also really important to think about all of the stakeholders that you really need to get something done by or that you need to report something to or that you need to please or whatever it is and this can be a very powerful thing to do as well in written because 
yeah, because it's just so much more powerful. We have all very powerful brains. We are all very smart and intelligent. And you might be listening to this podcast now on your way to work, for example, and you might not have time to take a pen and paper <laughs> and write those things down. But maybe you do that when you get to work. Um, and I really highly encourage you to do that. And I've done these exercises with my one-to-one -one clients. And they give me the feedback that you know, they were always kind of aware who their most important stakeholders are, but writing it down on a list, on a piece of paper, is so much more powerful because they can have it at their desk and they can check it on a regular basis, especially when they're getting new calendar invites and they can say no if if the person that is asking for time is not on that list. And that might sound a little bit strong or a little bit strict, um, but this is kind of what you need to do because if you're always just giving energy out and you're not setting boundaries, people will use that, of course, of course, because we, we all try to get our own things done, right? So it's important that we kind of are honest with each other in where do we need to spend our time and where do we maybe need to postpone something or send somebody to another person. So those two things already can be very, very powerful and can be two very powerful exercises to now open your calendar and check, are these things that you just wrote down reflected on your calendar? Maybe, maybe not, right? There's probably some things that you will see on your calendar that reflect those two lists. And there are also some things on your calendar that won't reflect that list. And so it is really important that you are really honest with yourself again. You check, um, who do you really need to meet with? What do you really need to get done by? And then who might you really need to say no to? Who do you need to inform that at the moment you really don't have time for this? And that brings me to the next kind of topic, which is using vulnerability when saying no. First of all, no in itself is a full sentence, and I'm sure you have heard me say this before, and I'm sure that you have heard other people say this before. But no is a full sentence, and obviously if we are working in and very cultural organizations and people are very friendly with each other, we obviously also want to send them maybe a little note saying why we are declining the calendar invite. And I want you to think about doing that with a nice note, sharing some type of vulnerability of why it is not possible for you to do this. For example, you could say that you're a little bit nervous about getting everything done getting everything done until the end of the year because there's still a lot of things to do and that you would really appreciate it if you could either move the time into the new year or maybe you can help the person really quickly via email, maybe they just need some type of information or maybe you can connect the person with another person that might be more helpful for them. But use vulnerability and be friendly because at the end of the day, you are speaking with human beings and we are all human beings. Don't let people you know, start to interpret something. Just give them a reason why. And I know using vulnerability is maybe not part of our character or it's not something that we have really learned in the organizational context, in a company setting, um, which is very interesting. And I think we're moving more and more toward, towards actually doing that and being more open um, with each other about what we really need. And you know, I've been doing these kind of exercises with my company clients as well. When I'm going into companies giving trainings, I've been doing it as well in my holiday um, special actually. And I'm asking people, 
What is vulnerability for you? And what do you think of other people when they are vulnerable with you? And you know what people always say, always, always, they say to me, well, actually thinking about this, I think people are really strong. I think they are really courageous and they are showing strength by being really honest with me about what is going on in their life because they are showing vulnerability and usually I can connect to that because at the end of the day, we are all human beings and we all have stuff going on in our life. Not Our, our lives are not perfect. And so, um, yeah, we just have these difficult experiences sometimes. Maybe we are just feeling depleted ourselves or whatever it is. Just be honest with your counterpart and share that with, with them. So yeah, so those are a couple of different tools and techniques already that you can use in order to finish your year strong. And then I also obviously, as you know, always want to talk with you about how to manage your stress and how to stay really strong and performant and productive during that time as well. And if you know me and if you have listened to this podcast for a while, you know exactly what's coming now. But I want to remind you that it is extremely important to also schedule regular breaks throughout your day in order to recharge and recover. It is statistically proven, and I have just recently read a study um, that talks about productivity and how much time you should take off in order to increase productivity or keep it up at that level. And it said that the top 10% of productive employees, so the, the, the best of the best, they work on average 52 minutes and then they take 17 minutes of a break. Which that means if you're very good at mathematics <laughs> and um, numbers, that those employees actually take 30% off during their day in order to recharge and recover. And they spend their 30% of their time in breaks, but they spend 70% being very focused and being very productive. I'm sure that you have had days where you just kind of keep on grinding and keep on grinding and adding another hour and adding another hour and not taking a break because you feel like, oh my God, there's still so many things that I need to do. But when you're really honest with yourself, you're actually not very productive and you're not very focused. Maybe you're, you're constantly jumping through different tabs. You're checking your emails, you're checking um, your project works, you're, you're in, in meetings. I get it. I have been there. I'm still there. I'm regularly checking in with myself as well. Because when I start actually doing exactly that, when I'm starting to look at my phone and I'm looking in my inbox and I'm thinking about, do I want to do this email or that email? Or do I want to maybe take two minutes to scroll through my social media because I'm feeling a little bit distracted? Guess what? This is the perfect time for you to take a break because it means that you're not focused anymore. You can't focus anymore and our brains are not made to focus 24-7 even though I know we would all love to have brains like that but if we are natural human beings without any drugs and any medications we need those breaks in order to recharge and the best step or the best sign um, when you need a break is exactly what I just told you and so I experienced that a lot as well and obviously over the years I have learned to be very aware and very mindful of when I'm starting to be that way and then I'm telling myself okay Julia Now you need a break, you need to get off of your computer, you need to get off of your phone. And so I close my laptop, I go downstairs, take my dog, who is very happy, of course, as well, that I'm taking her for a walk. <laughs> I take my bottle of water and then I'm going outside. And the cool thing about this is, is that I'm actually combining multiple very positive, cool things at the same time. 
I'm taking fresh air and natural light, which is really important to keep us awake and healthy and productive. I'm moving, my dog is heavy, and I have my water bottle with me and I'm staying hydrated. Because here's another really interesting fact, and I know that you love data and statistics and science. Our brain makes only 2% of our body composition, but it uses 25% of energy, 25%. That's a lot of energy that we need for our brains. And probably if you're sitting all day and you're working all day with your brain, I might even say this might be even higher. And in order to keep our brain fresh and healthy, we need to hydrate our brain, which means you need to drink water, please. I know I have these conversations all the time with people and they're telling me how many cups of coffee they drink during the day. Don't drink that much coffee. If you're feeling tired, it's a sign of your body that you need to take a break. I am. This is one of the first tools that I'm talking with my clients about one-to-one -one when I'm coaching them because they tell me that they drink three nitro coffees per day or five cups of coffees in the morning or whatever they do. And and they tell me that they're feeling very anxious and they're maybe even feeling a little bit jittery, but this is what keeps them going. And I get that, you know, um, I think this is a habit and this is something that we have learned to do in order to keep ourselves going, but it's not healthy and it's not hydration. Coffee is not hydrating yourself, please. Um, I want you to think about taking regular breaks and getting a glass of water. Um, and then I want you to think about how do you want to spend your regular breaks? Disclaimer, and you know this, this is a reminder, I have said this many times before as well. When you're taking a break and you're taking your phone and then you keep at your phone checking emails, going through social media and all these different things, this is not taking a break. Come on, please. This is not taking a break. You need to really focus on yourself and distract yourself, disconnect for 15 minutes in order to recharge your batteries. And just think about it that way. When you're coming home in the evening and before you're going to sleep, you will plug in your phone latest at that point because you need to recharge your phone's batteries. Because what happens if you don't do it? Well, probably your phone is dead the next day or probably in two days. I don't know. Maybe you have the newest iPhone and its batteries are lasting a little bit longer at the moment. But you need to recharge it and you need to recharge it often and regularly. And just see this as your, like, just see this as a metaphor or like an example of what you need to do with yourself. Because when your energy reserves are depleted, you won't be as focused, you will not be as productive, even though you think you are productive, you will not be. And also, usually when we are working, we are giving our energy out to other people, right? So we are helping other people with different things, we are in conversations, we are in meetings, um, and so, and we are obviously at the end of the day also spending time with our families. And if you don't re take time for yourself, how are you going to give energy to other people if you don't have energy yourself? You know, this, this doesn't make any sense. You need to give energy to yourself first. Um, and I was actually participating in a panel discussion um, yesterday evening um, about stress management for busy people and entrepreneurs. And I loved, um, a psychologist was one of the panelists and she said to us, and I think I've said this um, in the podcast as well before, but I love this as a really powerful reminder when we're sitting on an airplane and they're, gi they're giving us the security instructions, they always say when the oxygen mask is falling down, help yourself first before you're giving help to your family and or to your kids, right? You need to help yourself first. How are you able, how are you able to help other people without oxygen? Just see it that way as well. So 
This is a really important reminder. Take regular breaks, do something for yourself, disconnect peacefully from your phones. And then the other topic that I wanted to talk about within this kind of time frame and in this period um, where we are all feeling very overwhelmed and stressed out is that you remember that you need to stick to your habits and to your routines that you have worked so, so hard on over the course of the year to create. It is for some reason, I have no idea why, so much easier to slip back into our old habits. It is easy to have, you know, lots of alcoholic beverages maybe because there's a lot of holidays, events and specials going on. It's very easy to eat unhealthy every night um, because we're invited to some special events and curricular activities. Um, but, you know, especially during this time, again, it is important to stick to your routines. Um, and it is kind of funny that we, we slip out of these routines, especially during these times of the year, because we just feel like we don't have time for this. But especially during these times, that's when you need it the most. Really, this is really, really, really so, so true. And um, there's a quote that is coming in my head when I'm thinking about this. Uh, I'm sure you have maybe seen this quote before. But it says something around like, you should be meditating 20 minutes a day. And when you don't have time to meditate, you should meditate an hour per day. And that's the exact same thing for stress management. And it's so funny. I always talk to people and they tell me, oh, I don't have time for stress management training. I'm too busy. And I'm like, when you are too busy, this is exactly the time when you need it the most. Because you need to learn of how to recharge your batteries instead of just try to keep on going, going, going and doing, doing, doing until you just, you know, you just collapse and you just can't do anything anymore. Or you're suffering from burnout or, or whatever other signals your body is giving you. Depression, anxiety, um, physical symptoms, you know, maybe your immune system is maybe your immune system is going down and you just don't have any energy left. So prevent this from happening. Trust me when I'm telling you it is important that you're sticking to your routines. Don't drop it now. You have worked so, so hard to create these. And at the same time, here's a reminder that the year has 55 days left and it's not too late to start something new. Just because we're moving towards the end of the year and yes, in January, we're setting all these New Year's resolutions doesn't mean that now you can slack for 55 days and you can eat what you want and you cannot exercise for 55 days because it's already too late anyway. No, <laughs> every day is a new day to start something or to start again or to do something that is good for you. So please think about this as well and think about maybe is there something that would be really, really good for you to start doing right now? Then please do that. And here's the final reminder, of course, as well, that, that you should, of course, at the same time, not forget to have a little bit of fun. Don't be too strict with yourself. Um, we, you know, we sometimes tend to do that as well. You know, you need to find a balance. It's always about finding a balance between having fun, but also, you know, setting your boundaries and being really, really clear about how you want to spend your time and how you want to prioritize yourself. And then finally, um, another interesting topic when we're talking about ending the year successfully is to be a little bit aware of the people that you surround yourself with. There are so-called energy vampires, so people that are draining our energy reserves. And sometimes we need to be a little bit careful for, with those. So these can be people that are at work, maybe it's a colleague, maybe even it's a family member. And sometimes we can't escape those energy vampires 
vampires, right? Maybe they're really loud, maybe they talk a lot, maybe they have a very strong character, whatever it is, and they might be really triggering you for some reason. And so if you think about someone right now that might be an energy a vampire in your environment, then I want you to think about what can you do um, in order to take care of yourself and kind of preserve your energy. This could be by, you know, taking your laptop and maybe working from another place if it's draining your energy or, um, yeah, or maybe having conversation with that person. But whatever you need to do, it's totally okay. But just be aware of the people that are draining your energy. And then at the same time, if you're getting a million different invitations for events towards the end of the year, think about as well, who is um, giving you energy? Who fills your energy reserves because you really enjoy this person, because you have very thoughtful conversations with this person? And prioritize spending time with people like these because this will finally help you to relax in the evening and yeah, to just make sure that you are feeling really refreshed and strong and energized. So I think this is all that I wanted to share with you today. Um, I have, like I said, two topics. So we talked a little bit about work. I just want to summarize it because I know it was a lot of information, but we have the work topic and we have the kind of taking care of yourself stress management topic, right? So there's a couple of tools that I shared with you, time management, setting boundaries, using vulnerability, making sure maybe that you have these lists of things that you need to get done by, make sure that you check in with your stakeholders if they actually have these expectations of you, or maybe this is something that you just created in your head. And then at the same time, as always, you need to take care of yourself. Create regular breaks for yourself. Make sure that you're drinking enough water and maybe a little bit less coffee because coffee is not good for you if you're drinking too much of it um, and if you're using it in order to get energy. And then I want you to also think about sticking to your habits, sticking to your routines and making sure that, yeah, you're just taking care of yourself because this is the only way of how you can be performant and how you can remain a high achiever. If you found this information helpful, I would so much love for you to go over um, to iTunes, for example, and to leave me a review and a comment in order to help more and more people understand that if they want to remain high performant, if they want to remain a high achiever, they need to manage their stress. They need to be careful of their own energy reserves. So if you have family or friends or colleagues that would really benefit from the information that I just shared with you, please share it with them. Send them the, the link to the podcast. And also what I wanted to share with you, actually, I almost forgot about it. And um, I told you a little bit about, you know, sending... Um, sending declines or calendar invite meetings and saying no instead of yes and using vulnerability. And if you're listening to this podcast, I want to actually offer something to you. And because I have created it for my um, three-day mini-series um, participants anyway, but if you want to see some of those email templates that I am using and that my clients are using, people in the corporate world, people in the tech world, very high-level managers, then head over to my website, www 
bluemountainmindfulness.com forward slash email dash templates. I know this is super long. I will definitely leave that in the show notes as well. But if you are interested to look at these email templates and maybe just copy them and use them for yourself, please go ahead. And whatever I can do to help you, I am more than happy to do that, of course. So yeah, so I wanted to share that with you as well. So if you would leave me a review on the podcast, I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much for all of those of you that have already done that as well. It would be such a huge favor that you're doing for me. So thank you already in advance for those of you that are going into iTunes now and leaving a, a review. I know that you're busy people, so I appreciate it even more that you're doing that for me. And every week I also have a podcast episode post on Instagram. And I would love if you come over to my Instagram account at Blue Mountain Mindfulness and you leave me a comment about what you took away from this podcast episode, what was the biggest learning? What kind of goal or what, of, what kind of intention are you setting for the next 55 days to finish the year successfully and strong? Thank you so, so much for your trust and thank you so much for being here with gratitude, Julia. <laughs>